Cheers. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. What do you think of the beverage? First of all, I like it a lot. It speaks to my sweet side. Mm-hmm. I have a sweet tooth. Um, it's not too sweet, but it is like, mm, this is delicious. Like if you went to a restaurant and they only had specialty drinks and you had to pick one of the specialty drinks and this is the one you picked, you'd be like, ah, that was good. That was good. It was a yeah. good pick. You'd be happy. It's yeah. it's a good um, opening one banger when you're going into like a nice restaurant, I think. So this is the first time I've ever made a drink like this because it, it required some preparation. This is the Pisco Sour. And I was watching some video on Instagram yesterday of a mixologist from uh, Intersect NYC. Go there for information. Um she was making this drink and I just sat and watched and I was like, wow, that looks awesome. It all sounded great. And I'm like, we have Pisco because Todd Devlin. Yes. He bought us a nice bottle of a Pisco. A nice bottle of Pisco. So, um, and I had all the ingredients. So I'm super excited. It's um, the Pisco, some triple sack, but then what you're doing, lime juice, and uh, I made a garam masala syrup, simple syrup. Why is it called garam masala simple syrup, not just simple syrup? Why is it like? Because it I kind? added garam masala while oh. I was making it. Garam masala, the Indian spice, spice mix? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> I made that simple syrup. And then I made, it was a mango vanilla shrub. And a shrub is a combination of sweet and sour taste. So that was some mango, a real vanilla bean, and some white distilled vinegar. So all ingredients everyone has in their house. Everyone's got a vanilla bean. <laughs> I know. We fancy. We have all this stuff on hand. So, and then you just throw it all in a shaker and top it with an egg white. And then you shake the crap out of it. And then you add some ice. See how she said egg white really fast? Like as if I wouldn't notice. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. I don't know what state I'm in. I, I guess I'm in a silly state from the quarantine's got my brains all silly. Uh-huh. And I just drink egg whites now. Mm-hmm. It's like you're rocky. It's like egg whites used to be bad for you. But now surprise they're good for you and you should put them in drinks. Yes. And they build muscle. Great. So, yeah, I know you hate egg whites in drinks. That's why I was like, I'm not telling him. But, but, look at that froth. And it's got a good creamy, it adds a creaminess to it and a texture. Can I? And then I topped it with some Angostura bitters just for decoration. Which is really pretty, I think. So, um, but the taste is sour and sweet, in my opinion. And I think the... Vanilla is a really nice note. Like I really pick up on that vanilla flavor. And there's some hint of, yeah, that the garam masala is like a f- aromatic in the back after you taste the vanilla. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, must be good to be young. It must be good to be young and have taste buds that work that way. We taste flavors and... Yeah, I'm really grateful that I have that ability to like taste like that. So, Me too. Thank God I still know what's good or bad. 
I can't break it down like you. This is my analysis of it. I was like, wow, this really tastes like a Sour Patch Kid. If she called this the Sour Patch Kid, like, yeah, that goes. I like that. Mm. That's a good name. Sour Patch Kid. Mm. So, yeah, I would have it once, but anything, you don't, you know, you don't want two of these in a row. You, you move on to like maybe some wine or. For vegans out there or those of us out there who don't want to drink raw eggs, what is a good substitute for the frothy top? Ah, for us vegan, for us vegan minded when it comes to the raw egg thing, people out there. What would be, um. And you're a frothy, you froth. Like you have a frother. Like, so you're a froth person. Yeah, but I'm not a skilled frother. I feel like I'm in the beginning stages of frothing. You know what I'd love? To, it's it, a skill. I think frothing is a skill. I'm not a mixologist, but I, since the, with the sweetness of the drink, I would love if you tried it next time for me, and I know this isn't vegan, but this is for me. Half and half frothed. Frothed. Instead on top. So you have egg frothed on top. Half and half frothed on top. And it can still hold the bitters and have the look. And and, and the taste will actually won't taste that Are you sweet. asking to not mix the egg white in with the rest of the alcohol? Is that what you're asking? Well, there's more alcohol. What? Huh? <laughs> you're asking me to try to make it a different way. And I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what that way is. So... Oh, the same way you make it. Same way you make it. Minus the egg. So you make it. Uh-huh. And then when you're done making it, you pour the froth of half and half on top with the bitters. Oh, you're saying half and half like cream. Yeah, because I think that's a good frother. Not a frother. Yeah, but frother. it's not. You don't. I think the half and half would be give it too, too much of a dairy. I'm not a mixologist. What would you froth? Us, just people don't. You got, I like to drink. When I even drink it, I could smell the egg white. You're so dramatic. I'm a Leo. I'm so dramatic. dramatic. I'm supposed to be dramatic. I got it stays true to my sign. Would you like me to like remix it for you? With no, that? I, I could put all that aside, but I would never order one again. You'd never order one at all, ever. Well, this I, was I brought this to you because I. That's what. I wanted to make it, so... And it's great. I'm saying, I like, I love the drink, and I'd like to see it again. I just don't want to drink egg whites again. I hear you loud and clear. I think I got the message. <laughs> yeah, so. so I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to like think about what an, um, a non-egg white frothy version would, would be. I can't answer that right now. Because I'd like it again. It's a delicious drink. I love everything about the drink. I even, I even, t- we discussed the drink beforehand and I, my warmer crust was no bitters yeah. and you put bitters, but it's in a decorative way and it really adds. So I was, so this drink. Is, yeah, I knew that. I was yeah. like, I know you don't want bitters, but it's, I was going to just do it on mine, but I'm like, oh, it looks pretty. It does. It looks cool. This is like a sophisticated, so that's why the sour. You go to Amaret, you get one of those. Yeah. Amaret's a really delicious French restaurant in Lancaster. Oh, so why I brought you here today. Oh, hello. You said show and my brain kicked a topic in, so I want to go for it. I'm one of those people who believes absolutely everything happens for a reason. And I believe 
You're the same. I I am. All right. All right. Everything happens for a reason. All right. So with this quarantine going on, if everything happens for a reason, I want to eventually get to something funny, good, positive that's coming out of all this for you. And this quarantine happened for this reason for me because now I'm going to blank. Now, to set it up, to get you warmed up. Okay. Because I see you shaking your head already. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. <laughs> don't warm me up. I'm not just... A, I love, I love this it. This isn't my first show. Yeah. I'd like to... As a good host, Woo! I'll yeah, ease you I in. just jump right into I'll that. I'll ease you in. I'll ease you in. We'll go with the, the past. That's the way to ease in. Okay. I don't think my parents are the people who walked around the house saying... And that happened for that reason. Everything happens for a reason. It's more something I collected through the years. It's something I collected. So there had to be a moment in our lives like that just happened. That made you see like, oh, this is happening for me to learn this. Where you realize, oh, this is happening for a reason. One of your funnier, oh, that just happened. Wow. And then then we'll transition to the quarantine just happened. And this is what it meant for us in the same light. Whew. Yeah, let's have let's drink. Let's uh used to trying to think of something. I need a little more egg whites for my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think the egg whites will help my brain process this one. Here we go. Go egg whites. Yes, and I heard you say Rocky before. This is the closest I've come to doing a Rocky. <laughs> You're so freaked out. It's the closest I'll ever come. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the equivalent? Like, you're verbally laughing at me uh-huh. as if I'm doing the equivalent of something as a child. What is that child doing? Like, like throwing a fin on the floor? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what's the kid doing? What's child me doing in relation? Like, I feel like the way I'm saying egg whites... You're laughing in a way as if I'm really said dramatic. You're be- yeah. So what does that look like physically if I was a kid, like five? What is it? What, what if you I, were a kid like that. What I look like? You. <laughs> I want to know what you think of me. Go. Hmm. <laughs> Don't pull any punches either. Let's have it. <laughs> I see that you can go. I think one of two ways. One well, is you always have two ways. Yeah. So I'm a vata. <laughs> I can't make up my mind and just have one. So what are the two ways? Um, the first would be like a little stink of pants about it. Like, like a scotch. Yeah. Like, or just ah, like, like a so. kind of nope. Nope. Or the other one is like, you're just like adamantly, like you're not going to do it. Like obstinate about it. So what's the kid doing? Kids tend to act out physically what they're saying that's what i'm saying like you're calling me dramatic so as a kid i'd probably be doing some kind of action because as a kid you don't feel like anybody hears your words so you gotta like act for people to to recognize you as a child i imagine yeah that's how it is (laughs) so what am i doing (laughs) i think that you're probably like this is a fun game. I want to bring this game up in the future. Like, oh, is that what I'm doing? What does kid me look like doing that? 
Because then you got to really say, well, I hear you saying yeah. this, but in my mind, somewhere. I could see you just being like, what is this? I don't like this. I don't like, why, why do I need to know? I, you know, I could just see you being like. Like putting my head down. Like, I'm not going to eat yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah, like, what is this? Well, I yeah. could just picture you standing in the kitchen like. What is it? I'm not eating that. Like, like kid would do something. A kid would do something. Like, I'm not gonna have any more. Yeah. Like they do something physical. So cover my mouth. Put yeah. my head down. So good for you. Was that you? No, nah, I didn't. Did you? Uh, so we're gonna. I'll bring us back. I'm, I see the show. Did you have to eat stuff when you were a kid? Like I heard some people. No. Some people didn't have to eat anything. Yeah, my, my my mom was awesome. Like. She didn't cook stuff that like we didn't want to eat. Like, you never that, had liver and onions. Never. You never had to eat liver and onions. Not <laughs> once in my life, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, like, my mom. My mom would be like, "What the hell? I would never eat that." So maybe the closest thing was like maybe fish. Like if she made some sort of like flounder, I think it was. Like I wasn't crazy about that. And then, what like, would she do? would always serve it with rice. Would you not eat it? Like, no, I would eat it. But because um, you had to, you like, you knew it was optional, but you were going to be a sport because basically she made everything else you liked. Like, yeah, like, it was like I, a gimme. I was like, that's what I did. I ate it. Right, but was it a gimme? Like, why'd you eat it? Uh, because probably I didn't think to be like, I don't like this. So, but maybe after after I ate it, maybe I would have said like, I don't like this. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, my mom never asked, like, what we wanted for dinner. Like, I don't think I ever um, had input into dinner. No. Did you? No. The, or was the, it just dinner's ready and you're eating whatever's on the friggin' table? That's that's exactly getting back to the my point about, would you, you ask me, would I do that as a kid? Would I cover my mouth? Would I put my head down? No, not unless I wanted a beaten. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> not that I was, I was, I was only, I was only hit with a belt once. I know I mentioned this before with my pants on. Not, it, I needed that. Uh, speaking as a pro, I needed that. I would have got the look that been like, you're eating that. You know, like yeah. we didn't have say at all. So no, I wouldn't have done that at all. No way. Yeah. So you just shut your mouth and you just ate it and that was it. I'm sure I was like, Ugh. like I had to make some noise because I'm a Leo. Yeah. So I had to make some noise. And I definitely did the napkin thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you even did the napkin thing. When I was really young, I thought I was That's so clever. <laughs> I thought I was so clever when I was really young, like spreading the food out on the plate. That's so lame now. But as a kid, it's fun to think like, I'm, oh, I'll spread this all out on my plate and it'll look done. That's, I did that. So wow! Like a calculated... th- there's two different eating dynamics going on here, like <laughs> complete opposite. Like what you're describing is what I feel like I've seen in movies, like growing up. Like that's what you imagine. Yes, I was. You're gonna eat, to eat what's on your plate. Yes. yes, and you have to finish your plate, not just like. I- I think if I gave a good go, yeah. um, <laughs> I was like released at like 80%. Oh, that's good. Which to me, I going in, it felt like I wasn't going to be released of anything ever. So then to eat 80% of your liver and onions and then, oh, get, and, cool. get, and then get released um, was a gift. Oh. It was a blessing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my mom really cared. 
Well, you're lucky. I don't remember why we talked about this stuff, but I'm glad I'm an adult now and I eat what I want and I drink what I want. When I want. Uh-huh. <laughs> See? Mm, bottoms up. Back to the topic. So something happens in your life that reinforces, yeah, like you get, you. well, how'd you come to the belief of everything happens for a reason, which I guess is related to the point. Did you come out of the, I guess generally, did you come out of the gate that way? Someone in your family said that and you're always like, yeah, that sounds, yeah. Like, you know, or you came across it. So I, I know you that way. Yeah. So how'd you get that way? It's a good question. I just feel like I've always been that way. Like, pa- like past life you were that way and so you came into this life that way it just felt very natural to think that way and i think too like when my cousin died and i was 12 years old like that kind of really changed the way i looked at things because then i was feeling like i was getting signs from him so it's kind of been with me my whole life so I don't know if that answers your question. It does answer my question. And wow, to like come out of the gate that way, to come out of that gate that way and then to go through losing your cousin, who I know you were very close with, um, makes you look at life. And then if you see signs on top of that, you look at life and then you're seeing signs and you know that you knew him. So you know the signs that solidifies a pretty spiritual existence from a young age. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I probably came to mind in my 30s, my 30s, <laughs> my 30s. <laughs> yeah, but you always had it in you, so. Yeah, yeah, I always had it in me, so it's just as good. It's just as good. It's good. It's just as good. So what's a funny that just happened what also solidified it. So that's a... Most, most very solemn yeah. one with your cousin. What was a funny one that also reinforced it when you were younger? Okay. This yeah, I feel like I can ask a lot of questions like about why did that happen to me? When we were in Paris and I got whapped over the head by the, um, the opening closed garage parking gate. That was... Horrible. It's horrific. Hard. I don't. I don't know. That was like such pain. It, it came crashing right down on the top of my head. That was like, so horrible. I can't believe I didn't have a concussion. I. The sound. So why did that happen to me? That one. You shook that off. On because <laughs> we had an evening plan. We this did. was like a. Night out, you had planned it. It involved a lot of mixology. Yeah, it a did. lot of mixology. All the best mixology. So you were really looking forward to this night. We head out, I'd say not 20 steps from the front from of our we, Airbnb. Yeah. And a car and a dim and go to go around. The next thing you know, you're under a gate for a parking garage. And it, it's not, it's not a sensitive one where it hits you and backs up. It went like through you. It came go down. right down on my head. The, the horror, the sound. Uh, is it, that you can even laugh, but you're smiling and actually giggled about it. Uh-huh. I feel like we've come a long way because that day was horrible, but you shook it off because we had a plan and it was your plan and you were looking forward to it and it was Paris and vacation. You probably shook that 
or faster than like an MMA fighter who just got rocked a little and has to come back. Like wow. you came back faster than that. You did. But why'd that happen? But why did that happen? <laughs> it's funny now. It yeah. was horrible then. And so why? Why? That, why, that, why? Maybe it was an example of how I should be able to just shake stuff off like pretty quickly. Yeah, almost like if you could shake that off. And that was a physical, very physical, abrupt, uh-huh. jarring. If you could shake that off, the truth is you can shake anything off that's not physical. Anything mental compared to that? That's a good point. I love that. I'll take it. I finished my beverage, but I would <laughs> cheers to that. That's a really good one. And that it's not, I wouldn't have thought. That is the funny example, but that you laughed and you're well, smiling. It's funny. Well, and even after it. it happened, I think, you know, I was doing like Instagram stories or something. So I was like, I just got hit over the head with a parking thing. Like, what? So I think I was pretty immediately, yeah, like, ah. And it was but, shocking. Because we went to like five bars that night. So we had to like, you know. There's no time to get. No. There's no <laughs> sitting on the DL. I don't even think you said. This is how fast you were looking <laughs> forward to getting over it. Even on scale of zero to ten. How much did that hurt? Probably a 12, 13. Yeah. So I can awkward. feel it now. I don't think you even did. A, and this is a. I think I would even do this now. Like, am I bleeding? Like it's like a. <laughs> you're hitting the head. And it. 99 out of 100 kids who get hit in the head would ask, am I bleeding? That's my, that's my guess. You didn't even give up, am I bleeding? No, it was just more shocking. Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So, okay, so that's mine. I'm going to cash in that ticket and oh, say yeah, that's, that's my, my one. You've come a long way, baby, that you can smile and laugh about that. Whew. <laughs> All right, what's mine? What's uh, clearly something happened that's like, oh, but I could laugh about it now. That was showing me it, ha- it happened for me. See, picking a funny one is kind of hard. It's easier, it's easier to pick what could be irritants because I could pick one for you. I'll just pick one for me. Let's go. Like <laughs> anytime you have to call customer service about something, it's always like, you correspond like via email. I can't remember like what it was, but like it, you were back and forth. And but I feel like this has happened to you enough times that like the last round of this happening, hopefully the last ever. You can't. You like look back as you were going through the process, and you were like, "I know." So you were like chill about it. You were like kept your cool because the many incidents leading up to that one were always tests and you would always be a little tweaked. And so it's, you know, it's not, so that's fascinating. You want to talk about like everything happens for a reason. Like you you had a a lesson that would come to you repeatedly because you hadn't schooled it yet. Well, it's it's this, I know what the lesson, it's the same lesson. The lesson is patience with people. That's the exact lessons. Patience with people. So it's not like, it's not a lesson where I can learn it. It's like you, I learn it to a degree 
and then I'm tested again to take me to another degree. Because you just have to be it. To the be patient. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, like today. Black and white. Driving home oh, from don't Trader get, Joe's. Don't even get me started on driving. And I saw old Kurt driving today. And I was I just sat and watched bemused, like, wow, okay, there's this guy. This Again, guy. that's related to patience too, in a way. And it's patience to a degree. This is the issue I have. This is the point I'm at, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. The point I'm at now is that I will get irritated for gross negligence or intention. I still I haven't gotten over those two. Someone can mean well, and I know they're trying and they're meaning well, and they're just not getting it, and they're just missing the issue, and maybe I should talk to the manager. I can have a lot of patience for somebody who I feel is trying and isn't grossly negligent or intentionally just not mm-hmm. offering service or if we're driving, not driving reasonably at all. And so that's my growing edge. It's exactly where I'm at. So we'll just even go to today, driving home from Trader Joe's. Someone is in the left lane and they're intentionally staying next to the car next to them to not let anyone pass that's not not just that's beyond gross negligence that's like oh i'm gonna be a dick today whether they meant to consciously be one or not they're obviously being one not on the past story maybe somebody cut somebody else off and they cut them off fine do it for a mile if that's helps you to release it don't do it for how long is that stretch? Maybe 10 miles from the turnpike to our exit. It's probably 10 miles. And we came up on them probably at five miles. And they, <laughs> we can do a whole show on driving. And you could tell this guy's going slow. And if the other person slows down to try and let people by, he slows. The other person tries to speed up to create a gap. He's like, and I think it was even two miles in until I, so I'm still getting good Mm -hmm. but then i was like i can't (laughs) this has to be addressed in some way and i need to let this person know that this is unacceptable yes Uh so then uh we had to get off but i didn't want to get off i wanted to that would that's the true test there came a point where the exit came and that was our exit but we could have got off at the next exit too (laughs) i would have failed if i blew our exit and kept going just so I can get next to this guy and let him know how I felt about him. Like, you suck as a person. Not overall. Maybe you're a great person before this. Maybe <laughs> you'll be a great person after this. But right now, you suck as a person. I, I wanted that person to know that that's the way I felt. I think it's important. I, know your boundaries. And if... if if you feels like somebody's being so unreasonable. I know, but driving... And I'd like to take a poll. Yes. Ideally, we should all have patience for everyone in every circumstance. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> but what's your limit? This is, the, this is the poll. You're driving down the highway. There's two people in the left lane. There's one person in the right lane. And the person in the left lane is intentionally causing like a parcheesi block <laughs> right I, that's a parcheesi I, block you're really drawn into my memory banks because parcheesi 
I played it, but it I can't yeah. picture it like it's clear a part cheesy block. It is. I'll 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 flash up a picture. Okay. It's a part cheesy block yeah. and I'll show it to you after the show. What's the, the poll is how many miles can you take a part cheesy block for? Obviously I'm flawed. I can only take it for two to three. If it's re- if it seems unintentional, if you if it's like an old person, like white hair, and you're like, ah, oh, they, they probably they shouldn't be driving, but they are. I'm not gonna do anything i'm not well, gonna cause and if, any stress and if you see an opportunity to be able to pass that person like you have there's like two things happening one you got the jerk off in the left lane oh so he's a jerk off yeah. right, I'm glad it's not all me i'm not a hundred percent no right, good. and but if you see that there's a way i don't think you know you have that opening and it could be short but you know there's an opening you take that shit. Yeah, you do. Um, this was, yeah, this was the deal. On top of it, there's different ways it can happen. That situation could be happening. It could be someone who, you just, something about them. You know what it is? They're probably fo- totally focused forward. They're like a little caught like this. And then they, they just, they're just keeping the car on the road. They don't realize what's happening. I would never get mad at that person. Yeah. I would never get mad at it. This, you could tell this guy was like, looking back a little like like looking back he knew what he was doing like it oh, was see clear. i didn't see him let's say it was 30s too he had a tang top on on a day that's not you shouldn't be wearing a tank top <laughs> <laughs> you had a whole experience over there i was like this guy's wearing I was a tank on my top phone. on a chilly day he knows better Wow. He's got his tank top on. He's got, he's got his guns out. He's going he's he's to show everyone his guns and he's going to flex his guns. Wow. And drive he... like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm setting out to do today. Yeah, and I'm rocking it. Yeah, check me out. <laughs> I'm going to let this guy think he can pull up and maybe flip me the bird and then I'm going to make it so he can't. He thinks he's going to flip me the bird. And <laughs> he had my number. He did uh, have my number. Well, Oh, How many minutes? How well, many minutes until know. you, yeah, you know you have a side of you. Like I got a side of me. Yeah, I do. Comes out. How many? What's your number of minutes? That's a gauge. It's gonna tell how much you got to learn. I have to learn two minutes more patience, <laughs> and then learn infinite patience. But right now my limit's two minutes for intentional dickery, like really over the top. I feel like it. You know, I have. I think I may have a little bit in certain situations. You know, there's multiple <laughs> factors at play here. <laughs> this is great. So on a good day. Yeah, okay. Where I feel more gracious and like I have more patience. I could be cool for like a minimum five minutes. That's, you know, maybe five me, minutes yeah. is the check-in. Like, Okay. Do we continue to exert more patience or is it time to make a move? So I think I'm, I operate that way. Five minutes is, I, I got to work towards five minutes. That sounds like, do you feel, and you feel like you have, you should have more. Do you feel like, what is reasonable? Just, just, well, no, that's why I think five minutes is good. You cap it and you check. Like, do I continue showing patience and grace here? Or does this situation now require a little more interference? It's, this is related on a larger scale, not to get heavy, but it is related on a larger scale to knowing what your boundaries are. 
And if they're reasonable, making sure you assert those boundaries. Uh, like, I yeah. got to let this person s- some way know that this is unacceptable. Yeah. I'm, and I'm an outsider. If you guys were cutting each other off, I'm the outsider now coming in saying, hey, buddy, just come on, cut it out. This is, this is unacceptable. It's knowing your boundaries and exerting your boundaries. Some people need to know hey, this isn't right. Yeah. All right. Good. I like it. All right, now to round out the show. <laughs> Good, part one. Good, part two. This Whew, is it. Bathroom break. That's really, do you want to call him bathroom break and we'll come back? I just need a drink. All right. We're going to be right back. Jen's going to yeah. set us up with new drinks. Sunday fun day. All right, bringing it home now. All right. <laughs> Woo. Bringing it home for part two of the show. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> part two. Let's round this out. A person who's had a lifelong view of everything happens for a reason has to look at some major thing like the quarantine as, and this is happening for a reason. So what's the fun? This is happening for this reason for me that you walk away with from all this. One of them. My fun takeaway (laughs) is that I really enjoy making drinks and I feel very creative when I'm in the kitchen mixing up beverages. So when this is over, like I'm going to still keep on creating delicious cocktails because I found something that I think is really just a fun outlet. So... And I couldn't be more grateful that you discovered <laughs> that, really. Just, yeah, I love that you are excited to partake. You want to hand me delicious drinks? Yes, always. Hand yeah. me a delicious drink. Yay! <laughs> I, you're more reasonable than me. So I know whenever you hand me a delicious drink, I'm going to say yes. It's not going to be outside my reasonable limits because I don't want to go into that. But I'm pretty like wide open when it comes to, oh, you want to have a drink? Yeah, I'll have a drink. <laughs> so Yeah, it's true. I love that. It's a great takeaway. So to summarize, what I hear you saying is this time gave you space. This space, you found yourself filling with creativity in the way of making drinks because it afforded you that. And it means so much to you that even when this time ends and time becomes shorter again and you have less of it, you want to make sure you're using it more creatively and in the way of making drinks versus in the past, you, you could watch Netflix, da, 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 like you can entertain yourself and be very happy, vegging on the couch. But you want to take more of like your free time and create with it, specifically making drinks. Yeah. Psh, that's a great takeaway. Love that takeaway. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Here's a. Cheers to that. <laughs> a water, coconut water based cheers. Yeah, we can only really handle one drink. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's an age thing. I know if I have two drinks, I I enjoy two drinks in the moment, but my body's got something to say about it later. Yeah, I mean, one drink I, it sets me straight. I feel good. I can ride that out. Two, I can handle. It depends because yeah. if I'm opening <laughs> with a Prosecco and then I move into something. Uh, like a, yeah. Prosecco is kind of like a throwaway drink. It doesn't really count. <laughs> you can have whatever after that and then something else if you wanted to. It's like a one and a half drink. So, yeah, yeah. Agreed. 
<laughs> I can I can easily handle one and one and a half is my new number, I guess. We should have opened with champagne and then I could have had I have some in the fridge. <laughs> I don't know if I can close <laughs> with champagne. Can I? I can make it into an Aperol spritz. And you say Aperol spritz and it's so <laughs> delicious. Ah. Yeah. So we can revisit that. No, we don't. We only like one drink. <laughs> I we guess only we only like one drink. drink. I was offered one and a half drinks, and I'm saying no. Cause yeah, because my... it'd be a half. Because there's not a full bottle in the fridge. It's funny. I'm like half thinking with future me. It's like I'm sitting here, and then future me came into the conversation too. Yes. Because now me's like that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And future me's like I don't know. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? And my future me said no, and huh? now me listened. And I think does the same thing happen inside you? Because otherwise we would have been bloop and had the <laughs> full spritzes. We would have been drinking them right now. It did happen. And um, I would have been down. I would have. I would have been down too. Why aren't you down? Because future I came in. Well, I didn't. I was, I, maybe it was just going off of yours. Well, let's, just pretend, let's pretend you don't go off of mine. Okay. Did, did you want to be enabled? Do you feel like I took it away? Do you want to be enabled? <laughs> Um, I'm grabbing the mic because this is a serious yeah, moment. I'm, I'm asking you what you want. And I'm not suggesting what you should want. hope that's not coming through sideways. You tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I think it's a big decision. I feel like there's like a drum roll. Um, I'm going to maybe just say... Oh, it could be fun to just rip it off and say, let's go for a second. Is future you here now? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know who's having the conversation. Is this just you or is future you come back in time, essentially, and is talking to you? Future me is like, you're cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're younger, too. So future you is is different than future me. Future you 10 years from now will say different things than future you now is saying. I don't know. I feel like we say similar things. So your, what's your final answer? And I know you always have two choices. Do you want me to choose? No, I'm, I'm good with just the one. Look at that. Yeah. You were allowed to have one and you still chose not to have one. Well, we wound up in the same place. I was allowed. In different ways. I was allowed. <laughs> you were allowed. I was allowed. I wasn't now. allowed. You were letting yourself have one and you still said no. Yeah. And future me just said no. So, you did you? <laughs> bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop, bloop. You brought up the one for me. Yeah. What's my thing? What's my? You take things to the edge. You patience, people. That's my lesson from the. No, what's my lesson from? Oh, what's the my funny lesson from, quarantine lesson? What's my funny quarantine lesson? Hey, and I loved you had my funny past lesson. You so, were like hey. So if you have my funny. Current lesson, I'll take it too. I'm not asking for it, but let's sit and see what what comes. Okay. My, my current lesson. I'll tell you one of my lessons. I don't even know if this is a lesson, but I noticed it tremendously. Tremendous noticing. My freak out, if you remember from the freak out episode, was you telling me we had to wear masks. Like It was like the quarantine meant something to me, but that's okay. It's quarantine. It'll be all right. And then the masks, it wasn't the masks, it wasn't like I'm vain and I need to, what's the, I don't want to wear. It was like, what does the masks represent? That's what it was. It like tweaked my brain and I couldn't go there and I mm-hmm. needed to. So why did I bring that up? 
because it, it somehow is going to relate to your something, you know, that <laughs> like was something fun. funny. Oh, this is, oh, this, I don't think this is, I learned this out of this, but I find it funny that that tweaked me out and I really like wearing the masks. I'm not going to continue to wear the mask. It wasn't a lesson I learned. It was like, why I like a mask? Just something about it. I don't know. For some reason when I say that I tend towards introversion, I feel like you discount that in some way sometimes. Do you know what I'm saying? Not no, I know it. your introversion levels. Okay, yeah, I have levels. I'm not totally, not 100% introvert. No. I'm 90-10 or something. But like I know where you are in your scale. I'm aware <laughs> of it. I know what you can, can and can't handle. So the mask to me, to my introverted side, kind of likes the mask. I would never wear the mask outside the quarantine. And the mask freaked me out because of what I thought it stood for. The world's changing. What's it all mean? Is life going to change forever? My freak out. Without saying those words, just don't talk about the mask anymore. We gotta wear masks. Don't talk about it anymore. So that's entertaining. But what's my what's my takeaway? What do I walk away from with all this? What's the and this happened for a reason for me because and what's my personal experience? And that is related to what you said. And I like what you said because it's true. And it's giving me an idea. I think your, what happened to you, the greater lesson in that is the lesson for everyone. When given time, what do you find yourself doing with your time? And when time is taken away again, what are you going to make sure you do with your time because you enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. I think that's the general takeaway. So I, I think, feel like I could take yours and say, and what's that for me? I like that. That was a good setup. Yeah, I totally planned that. <laughs> that, was, that was a good, you're so smart. It was a really good setup. So I really like working on the podcasts. I really like editing them and putting time into them. And I was putting time into them before, but I've had more time to put into them now. And I realized I really like doing that. Yeah. So it's almost like, don't just put the minimum amount of time into it. You really enjoy doing it. Maybe there's other stuff you do to fill your time, so to speak. Yeah, this is even the even greater thing. What are the things that bring you the most joy per square inch of time? I love that. <laughs> like filling your time with those things yeah. versus just things that are pleasant or, hey, don't get me wrong, I'd be on my phone all day and never look up from it. And that could be a good day too. Like, ah, I saw these YouTube videos. This but per square inch of time, like what's the way to maximize that? The greater role for a lesson like that. So yours is doing the podcast and like the video editing. Putting more time into yeah. that because it makes me happy. When I'm editing the nonsense stuff, I'm always laughing. You're always like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm editing the show. No, <laughs> now it, it's moved beyond that. Like whenever I hear you laughing, I know you're listening like to whatever it is that we're saying and laughing. Yeah, so I guess I want to spend more time laughing. Final answer. And your, <laughs> your other podcast um, the supernatural explorer, those videos that you create, those trailers are awesome. Oh, like, you like my little I do second trailers. Yeah, I re- I don't listen to your episodes, but 
I really I watch your trailers and I enjoy them. I think they're really well done. They're impressive. Pick a trailer and if it's cool with you, I'll wrap up the show showing a trailer. Okay. Which trailer should I show? Which one do you like? Which one sticks out for you? I feel like it was the one, not this current one. No, I know you didn't like it. No. I think it was the one on the wormholes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think it's sweet of you to talk nice about my intros because I know you're not into the topic. And this was by no means to sell you anyone on the show. This is just, Jim brought it up. I'm just going to show you an example of my other podcast. If you're not into that stuff, look away. Look away, children. But if you like this, if you're curious about the kind of stuff, yeah, please feel free to check it out. No pressure. But I'll give short, throw, throw up an example of what Jen's talking about. He does a good job. You'll be the judge. <laughs> so that's it for this Sunday episode. Yeah. Nice hanging with you. Nice hanging with you. It was nice hanging with you. Yeah, it was fun. That's it. I hope you all have had us. Hope you all had a nice Sunday fun day. And uh, until next time, peace. Namaste. Wormholes, the universe's magical transporters, connecting any two points in space-time. Once merely speculation, theory, and science fiction. But now, as more people openly examine the paranormal, it's becoming apparent that wormholes do indeed exist. Are they naturally occurring doorways that all can use to travel through? Or are they technological structures exclusive to advanced civilizations like extraterrestrials? Consider these things and more on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer.